Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Joining us now, the ultimate freestyler out of the UK from 442 Magazine, amongst others, Andy Murray. How are you, sir? Never been described as that before, but I approve. Yeah, <laughs> on the CV. <laughs> Put it there, mate. I, I've got to. I've got to tell you about this. Uh, now, I got you on to talk Premier League football predominantly, but I've got to tell you about this, mate, because uh, this is. What's the best way I can put it? Probably, um, I'm going to roll with batshit. Uh, let's just go with that. Um, I don't know that any other league in the world would have done this, but the A-League at the moment, um, this game that's on this Melbourne derby, is actually a game that was originally played in December um, and abandoned about the 21st minute because of crowd trouble, uh, which resulted in uh, fans coming on the pitch, the Melbourne City goalkeeper being assaulted, it wasn't pretty at all. Am I right in thinking that if that happened in any other league in the world, the team whose fans were at fault would be basically have to wear a three nil loss, and that would be it? You, you carry on, right? Uh, yeah, I would imagine so. I'm certainly surprised that if it's you know the home team's fans who can't be trusted to uh, not assault the opposition goalkeeper, then then they would usually yeah lose the game I mean 3-0 is, is I think is the standard yeah. uh, punishment for, for you know like abandoning a game but um, but yeah it does seem weird because otherwise you know if you're you know 4-0 down or whatever at, uh, at home then you might as well just invade the pitch and uh, and then that's a 3-0 3-0 loss lick your wounds but then uh, 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 or or even or not even that not even that if it's if if it's Australia get the game called off and then play it again and uh, have another go the seasons well, never end well not only are they are they playing it it's not so much that they're playing it again it's that they're finishing the match Andy so the match started oh, right oh, okay the match so started today with a drop ball in the twenty first minute Christ yeah that is that uh, I. I'm struggling to explain that one, if I'm being brutally honest. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, there's, there's, there's plenty of ca- uh, cases of crowd trouble, unfortunately, in the history of football. And usually the perpetrators lose the game and um, uh, and on we go. It's not often that the, that uh, that you get to finish the game from the point that the that the match was abandoned. I mean, like, you know, if there's like, I don't know, floodlight could floodlight failure, you know, stuff like that, that, that happens and, and yeah, okay, fair enough. But, um, because the, the, the home crowd can't control themselves seems, yeah. And that seems uh, very wrong. Yeah. <laughs> all right. word. Yeah. And, and to add to this, um, there's a couple of things, Andy, I, mean, you, there, I reckon there could be a story in this for you. All right. So, uh, to add to it, uh, Scott Jamison, who's the captain of Melbourne city, got sent off last week. So he should be suspended, but because this game kicked off before that game happened, where he got sent off, he's allowed to play this game continually. Yeah, um, which yeah. which is it, it's tough. But then this is the this is the cracker for you, mate. Aidan O'Neill opened the scoring for this uh, in this game uh, three months ago in the eleventh minute, and he has scored the second goal. Th- uh, what's this? I'm just doing some quick maths on the on the fly. Three months and forty six minutes later. 
I mean, couldn't he have hurried up a bit? I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, uh, that's, 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 I mean, that is ridiculous. That has to be the longest that anybody has ever gone between scoring in the same game. I mean, that yeah. is, uh, it is, yeah, they they have created uh, the the A League. It would seem has created. I mean, uh, a monstrous knot for themselves to try and get out of. Um, that is that is very very strange. Um, like in the past, when replayed games of, uh, well, not replayed, but you know, uh, restarting postponed games, it usually happens like a de- like the following day or you know two or three days later. I appreciate that probably might not have been been possible with the league calendar before, but surely that's better than waiting three months and. Uh, you know what would have happened if, like, somebody had broken their leg uh, in the in the intervening three months and weren't fit to to play in this one? Do you, do do you have to use a substitute mm. uh, before the game before the game starts uh, through no fault of your own? It's just, it just seems to be a really really strange decision. Yeah, it's it's it, it, yeah. I think I. I, you know, I wanted to explain it to you further, but I think I, I nailed it first time out, mate. Uh, let, let's <laughs> let's talk uh, something that's far less interesting: um, a mid-table clash from Stamford Bridge this morning that finished nil all. Uh, yeah, indeed. Um, I, it, the the game, it's the first hour was actually nil uh, nils go. The first hour was pretty good. Um, uh, both teams uh, were making so many mistakes you can you can see confidence is pretty low at both Chelsea and Liverpool at the moment um but um the Chelsea had their chances throughout the game but especially in the in the first hour Kai Havertz had a goal disallowed for a sort of a ricocheted uh, one-on-one that came off Allison and then onto Havertz's hand and, and went in uh but yeah that was disallowed handball uh, completely correctly by by VAR um, and yeah, Chelsea had plenty of opportunities. Mateo Kovacic had a, uh, had a great chance as well at the start of the second half. Um, and Liverpool, although didn't create too much, there was lots of good play um, in between both boxes. Um, uh, Roberto Firmino looked good, um, but uh, but yeah, once there were the first kind of round of substitutions happened around about the hour mark, maybe just after. Um, the game petered out, and uh, to be honest, the last half hour was was pretty appalling. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, both teams, as we know, are, are, are struggling. Um, somehow, Liverpool are still within vague touching distance of, uh, of Champions League football next year, but um, uh, they haven't won uh, any of their last three, um, and obviously got uh, got humped by. Um, by Manchester City last weekend and uh, have Arsenal to play at the weekend. So um, I can't really see that happening. But uh, but yeah, uh, not certainly not the best last half hour. The first uh, the first hour was okay, but yeah, um, both teams are just so lacking in confidence right now. And um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, it sounds like Luis Enrique is on a plane to London at the minute. Uh, to, to talk with Todd Bowley about uh, about taking over at Chelsea, and you know they they certainly certainly need someone to, to steady the ship ahead of a Champions League quarter final against Real Madrid next week. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that actually because obviously there's been a few uh, a few managerial uh, changes. Um, Brendan 
Rogers leaving Leicester, uh, Antonio Conte um, is being sacked by Spurs, and and the Chelsea jobs. There's a lot of lot of options uh, for a lot of people. Uh, Julian Nagelsmann basically saying that he wants to wait till the off season. Same with Graham Potter, by the looks of things as well. But uh, Luis Enrique, that's an interesting shout because there were shots of Frank Lampard in the stands at Stamford Bridge, weren't they? they? I mean, it would be a very Todd Bowley decision to do that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it'd be the wrong decision to do that. Um, but, uh, you know, he's, he's entitled to do uh, top bowl. He's going to do top bowl things, right? Um, so, uh, uh, yeah, I, I can't I can't see Lampard uh, happening. Um, uh, I, I wrote a piece the other day, um, which, uh, uh, which I discovered that uh, Everton have won uh, 44% of their total points uh, under Sean Dyche's nine games this season, which doesn't say much for Lampard's record um, uh, in the 20 or so fixtures that uh, that he had before that. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I would imagine that Lampard was there uh, as a fan um, uh, last night. Um, and if they can get Enrique, that's a that's a really good uh, a really good appointment. Big name, obviously won the Champions League at, uh, at Barcelona. Still has the, would have the chance to do that uh, with Chelsea if uh, um, and he absolutely despises Real Madrid. So uh, I'm sure that's probably in his thinking as well. No, nothing like uh, inflicting a bit of pain on Los Blancos. Um, but yeah, they they need. Uh, they they need a they need a coach to come in and sort of hit the ground hit the ground running really it looks like no European football for them next year unless they unless they do win the Champions League um, you know Potter didn't work he's a slow build coach coming in halfway through a season um, so I you know I can understand why he wouldn't want to there was rumours of him taking over the Leicester job um, but uh, I can understand why he wants he'd want a bit of a break. Um, similarly, Nagelsmann will probably want the preseason wherever wherever he goes. You know, it, whether it's now, whether it's in the summer, Nagelsmann is not going to be short of suitors. Um, the Spurs job will still be around then. Uh, potentially, even the Real Madrid job uh, will be there. It sounds like uh, Carlo Ancelotti may be taking over the Brazilian national team um, uh, when uh, when the season ends with Madrid. So um, yeah, uh, Nagelsmann is not going to be short of suitors. He's a he's a top level coach and. To be honest, I'm surprised that uh, that Bayern got rid of him uh, when they did. Yeah, I heard something. Um, I'm trying to remember where it was. I think it was on a on a on a football podcast that the the whole Nagelsmann being sacked by Bayern, you know, despite having knocked PSG out of the Champions League and being at that time uh, second in the Bundesliga, a point behind Dortmund, was to do with uh, getting offside uh, with Manuel Neuer and Manuel Neuer's personal trainer. Yes, indeed, that's uh, that's the rumour. Um, there's uh, Neuer and uh, one or two, uh, one or two other of the senior members of the of the Bayern squad. I don't think he fell out quite the same extent with uh, Thomas Muller as he did with uh, Neuer and uh, Neuer's kind of uh, team. Um, but uh, there were there were one or two others that uh, that he he'd fallen out with, but was well liked by uh, by uh, I think the the rest of the squad. Joshua Kimmich um, sort of alluded to as much that he was surprised um, by the sacking when Kimmich was on um, uh, um, international duty with uh, with Germany during the the most recent uh, international break. Um, so yeah, it, it seems to be 
not so much um, that Bayern weren't winning the league. You know, they always they always win the league. It seems like they're going to do so again, and uh, uh, and absolutely battered uh, Bruce Dortmund at the weekend um, and uh, New Mount Thomas Tuchel. Um, but uh, yeah, it, there seems to be, it seems to be a political uh, sacking as much as as much as anything um, to try and keep the dressing room on side. But um, you know. Uh, Bayern, Bayern have to win. It's part of the club's DNA, um, so that's why that's why they've done it, and you know want to keep their their big stars happy. Um, and yeah, may well may well go on to, to to win the Champions League. You know, Tuchel has done that before, taking over a team, Chelsea, midway through his season. And um, uh, I mean, it's not like he has to change that much drastically at Bayern, I don't think. So um, so yeah, I mean, they're certainly within within a shot. Uh, for, for European success again this uh, Let's have a look at a couple of other teams, mate. Uh, Tottenham, um, what do you think they do? Do they just uh, stick with Piritici till to the end of the season? Uh, they may not have much choice. Um, I'm sure they would like to bring in Nagelsmann. Maybe they thought that they'd be able to, uh, to, to do so. Um, he seems to have some kind of affinity for Spurs. Um, so uh, maybe they they hoped that they'd be able to to do that. Um, the the a lack of availability is their is their, is their key uh, problem. You know, uh, from the the managers that you see linked to them, from Nagelsmann to Ruben Amorim, the the sporting uh, manager in Portugal. Um, only the only one that's uh, vaguely on their list who is available and would go there presumably fairly soon would be Mauricio Pochettino, who's been out of work since uh, since being sacked by PSG over the summer, last summer. Um, so uh, yeah, I I think it I think they want they look they want to bring someone in as uh, as soon as they can. I don't really think that the Paratici situation is particularly sustainable. Um, but you know they are filling the Champions League spaces, albeit. Um, uh, on the same number of points as Manchester United, having played two games more. Um, but you know they they have they have Harry Kane, so you, you've always got a chance. W- one thing I will say is the problems haven't the the problems that they were having under Conte haven't gone away with the Italians sacking um, on on Monday night against Everton. They they went one nil up against uh, against ten men and proceeded to spend the last. Uh, 25 minutes or so, unfathomably de- defending for their lives against uh, against one of the relegation candidates, invited Everton onto them, um, and Everton deservedly got a last-minute uh, equaliser from a game that Tottenham should have just seen out pretty comfortably. You know, you get get another goal and and it's game over. But they just invited pressure yet again, defending their low block, try and win one nil, and then you know if you do that, you invite pressure. Uh, you invite the other the opposition onto you, and you know even Everton uh, are, are good enough to um, to make you pay, and that's that's exactly what happened. So, yeah, they definitely need to bring someone in, but whether the right person that they want to bring in is going to be there, it remains to be it remains to be seen. It doesn't really look like it at the minute. No, doesn't look that way. Uh, and you know, I guess the thing for Pochettino too is, do you go back? Um, you know, would you hold on for something else? Uh, what about Leicester City then? Where do they go? Do you think? Because uh, another loss today, two-one uh, to Aston Villa, who who are flying at the moment. Um, 
I mean, they I don't think they can afford to stay where they are, but, I mean, they've offered it to Potter. He said no. Um, where else do they go? Yeah, it's... Uh, it's it's a, it's a tricky one. I mean, they, their hand has been quite clearly what they want, wanted to, to happen um, uh, was to hope that Rogers would get through to the end of the season um, and then, you know, take stock and probably probably um, pull the trigger uh, in the in the summer. But uh, it's looking pretty perilous for um, for the moment. Um, they just they just don't look ever like winning um uh you know the the team that uh that rogers has uh, has built there isn't really one that looks like being up for a relegation fight um you know they've got lots of very good players but there is no confidence in that team um whatsoever not even you know james madison is is able being able to um you know uh, pick the club up onto his shoulders and uh, and carry them through. Harry Suit has done sort of okay um, since uh, coming into the into the backline from Stoke in in the January window. But uh, their form since the World Cup has been absolutely shocking. I'm not sure if they've they, you know, if they if they have won, they must have only won once uh, in that time, and that's why they're their second bottom. Um, and you know, just don't don't look like don't look like winning. Um, they're they're leaky at the back. They still keep on conceding from set pieces, um, and just look like uh, getting bullied. So, yeah, they need to bring. They're going to need to bring someone in. But again, who who is there? So you know, Potter's turned them down. I understand why. Um, so what do you do? I can't see. Uh, you know, do you go down a Sam Allardyce route, a short-term firefighter, to, to, to get them out of it? I, I don't really see how he's going to work with that group of players, to be honest. Um, uh, you know, so yeah, they 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 they're in trouble. You know, like a lot of the teams in the in the relegation fight seem to be picking up points. Um, you know, uh, sort of Wolves, maybe less so recently, uh, but. Uh, they've been much better under Lopetegui. West Ham uh, won at the weekend, um, as we were saying earlier. Dyche has done uh, has done great stuff with Everton. Um, Forest, you know, it looks it looks like maybe the bottom four are going to be uh, the ones uh, most in amongst it, just because their their form is is the worst. But even then, Bournemouth have, have won what two of their last four. So um, yeah, it, it's it's going to be a real it's a real tight a tight group from 12th which is Crystal Palace down to down to Southampton who are bottom there's only, you know, there's only 7 points separating 12th to 20th so it's it's really tight down there and you know a, a bad couple of results go go a long way and Leicester just need to start winning because other teams around them have started started winning you know leads of one uh, two of their last three so they need to they need to start picking up points yeah they do all those teams need to mate it's uh it, it, honestly it that I can't remember a season we have had half the table going for European places half the table battling relegation and no mid table no absolutely it's it, it's really good to see I mean I don't know what it says about the quality of the of uh, of the division you know probably that there's a, uh, a good deal that that isn't that isn't that great, um, and then there's there's sort of a lot uh, a lot that are much of much of a muchness. You know, you've got Arsenal and City, which have been 
who have been the two standout teams all season, really. Um, and then you've got Liverpool, who are very much in transition. Uh, same with Tottenham. United, Man United yeah, are having a good season compared with where they were at the beginning of it, but they're still slightly in transition first season under Eric Ten Hag. Um, and you've got previous sort of mid-table uh, teams who are playing superbly. Um, Fulham haven't, I would expect Fulham to drop away, but uh, with Mitrovic getting an eight-game ban now, but you know they're 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 having a, an excellent season. Brentford and Brighton, obviously, super two superb seasons for for them. Not least Brighton having lost their manager uh, earlier in the season. Roberto De Zerbi's done a fantastic job there, and um, Aston Villa have won four of their last five. Um, and look like maybe challenging for for Europe themselves. Ollie Watkins is absolutely on fire. So, you know, you've got there's a lot of teams there in that what you would say what would previously have been mid-table who are either having bad seasons, Crystal Palace, Wolves, um, who have been dragged into a relegation fight, um, while uh, others are playing above themselves, like Brighton and Brentford, to join the you know the big six who who are in uh, teams in the big six who are who are in transition and struggling, and then uh, Newcastle are also having a great season. So it's been a really interesting Premier League. Like so, so often in the past, you know, one team has run away with it in recent seasons, whether it's Manchester City or Liverpool. Um, and you know you'll even have one team just languishing at the bottom with barely any points, and you can write them off straight away. But uh, that hasn't happened this season, and it's been it's been really refreshing actually. And you know going through to the end of the season with um, you know what 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 have we got? Probably about uh, four or five teams competing for two Champions League places, and as we say, you know any one any three of seven teams could go down. So it's uh, it's been a, it's been a really good season. It was like exciting, maybe not quite as much quality as as past seasons, but uh, it's been really really good to see from the neutrals' perspective. Mm. It has. All right, before I let you go, Andy, uh, two questions for you: Who makes mm-hmm. up the top four? Who gets relegated? <laughs> Tricky, isn't it? Yeah. it um, certainly, with the with who goes down, um, it seems to change uh, every week. Um, you know, sort of even two weeks ago, uh, I fancied Forest to stay up, but they can't buy a win at the moment. Um, so, um, yeah, I wonder. I wonder whether the, whether that will be uh, maybe Southampton, uh, Leicester, and Forest, perhaps. Um, uh, but. Um, I would say that Wolves need to start picking up points uh, after a good start under Lopetegui. Um, uh, so uh, I kind of I see I see Everton pulling clear. I think Palace probably have enough um, uh, as well. And um, yeah, so I'd go I'd go Forest, Leicester, and uh, Southampton down there. But it really could be any of them, which is uh, is going to be fascinating to see over the next few weeks. Uh, as for the top four, um, obviously we've got uh, Arsenal and Man City, um, uh, who were nailed on uh, nailed on for, for Champions League. And I don't know, I have a sne- sneaky feeling that, that Arsenal might do it. Um, I've probably put the probably put the mockers on them on them there. So sorry, Gunners fans. Um, get on, get on but, Man City uh, now at the bookies. Yeah, exactly. Just lump on City. That's my advice. Um, but uh, but yeah, as for the other two. Um, I I think United have 
have enough going forward to uh, to finish in the to finish in the top uh, in the top four. So maybe United third, and let's uh, let's have a bit of fun and let's say Brighton. Come on, wouldn't that be great? Brighton in the Champions League, wouldn't that be superb? They're they're right there, four points. Uh, four points off fourth uh, at the minute, having played two games uh, fewer than um, than Spurs. Um, you know, Newcastle are in there as well. So I, I would like to need in, uh, just a different team. I mean, Newcastle. Less about Newcastle's ownership, the better. But um, it would be nice to see a different a different team in there. So let's go. Let's go. Arsenal, City. Uh, United and Brighton. I like it. I like it. Good stuff. Hey, thanks very much for coming on, mate. Always good to chat, Andy. Go well. And uh, if you need any more information uh, about batshit crazy matches from the A League, let me know. I will, I will do. Thanks, Rick. No Pleasure worries. Always. Cheers.